Hi, I'm Karen Osborne, and this is Living in the Sandwich Zone, a place where each week we talk all things parenting, caregiving, juggling life, and reclaiming joy. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Living in the Sandwich Zone. Um, I don't know if I've ever really talked about this at length, but have I told you that I am a procrastinator? Yeah, I tend to wait till the very last minute (laughs) to prepare or get things started. Hence, I am sitting here in the late night hours realizing, oh, I didn't have anything to post for tomorrow's episode. So here I am sitting with my microphone on my bed in the chilly night air with my little mattress warmer pad warming me up on level four. (laughs) Anyway, so this is, you know, my first week of retirement. I don't really count last week so much because it was a holiday week and Monday would have been my normal regular day off. And then you have Tuesday, Wednesday and the Thanksgiving holiday. So I really count this week as my first real week of retirement. And I have to say, first of all, I've been exhausted. I've been so tired and I actually got sick last week, pretty bad with a stomach bug where it laid me up for a while. And then it's one of those things after I have one of those stomach bug illnesses, it hits me energetically where I'm just fatigued for several days. And so that's what happened to me last week. So this week is kind of my first real week and my first week being, you know, healthy. So yeah, so here I am. And I think part of the reason I was so run down after leaving work is that I had really, really struggled with how I was going out. And I really obsessed at length about how I was leaving my work and my files and my cases and what my colleagues, what other people were going to think of me when they got my files. So here's the thing is that I am, I'm kind of a cerebral lawyer. I do a lot of stuff in my head. And one of the things that's really important as a lawyer is case file documentation and making sure that everything, you know, that you're thinking and processing and analyzing about your case ends up in your file so that someone can pick it up and just go with it. And that's not my strong suit. (laughs) It was my strong suit. It was a much stronger suit when I was a pen and paper lawyer. And I would write meticulous notes about my conversations and what was happening. And um, that was so much easier for me. And then came the big old switcheroo to 
electronic case file management. Let's just say that it was kind of like oil and vinegar for me. And we didn't shake up and make a nice salad dressing. So I really beat myself up quite a bit because at the time that I was leaving work, I had a lot of things going on personally that were my priority and were taking my attention and emotionally were quite intense. So I will say that I wasn't, I wasn't on my A game going out the door. In fact, there was a part of me that really wanted to, you know, put a disclaimer on all of my files, just kind of explaining what's been going on with me in my life and how I was just like barely holding things together and couldn't do any more than what I did. And then I talked to a friend of mine who was like, Karen, why would you bring more attention to it? Why would you, you know, do that? Just close your files and go. It was really hard for me to do that. And I even, I, I vacillated after leaving about calling back to the new supervisor to just like explain. I, there was just part of me that wanted to explain that I've been barely holding it together and this was the best I could do getting out the door. But I didn't. I also recognized that I shared a few weeks back about this manager who had, you know, really been renting space in my head about something that happened a decade ago. Yet and still, on my way out the door, I really had this complex about, oh, this person painted me as a slacker. And now I am feeling like, I don't want people to have that impression. That's not the way I've worked for, you know, the nearly 29 years I've been here. And I really became psychologically hamstrung with that. So let's put a pin in that for a minute. So as a parent, one of the goals I think that I've had is to raise strong, confident, self-assured kids who believe in themselves, who are resilient, who have, you know, I guess they call it the internal locus of control in terms of gauging their self-worth and forming their identity as opposed to looking toward external either people or things to create self-image. So one of the things that I have found extremely hard is raising children in this age of social media and 
sort of the externalization of personal worth and validation in the world. You know, how many likes you get, how many clicks you get, whatever. Um, And so one of the things that I have really tried to instill in my kids is that what's really most important is what you think of yourself. And I found that I had to reckon with that really deeply as I was closing up my career. Because this one person who didn't have any personal knowledge of my work ethic or work product, who 10 years ago said something that I knew at that time not to be true, weaseled into my psyche so deeply that as I am getting ready to retire and close out my career, that person took up a big space in my head, making me second guess and doubt and worry about what was going to happen and how people were going to think of me. And I didn't want to leave, you know, with that reputation. Um, So it's interesting. Um, I do a lot of, one of the things that I'm looking forward to in this new chapter is reading more. I've always loved to read, but because my job was really labor intensive on the reading and reading where you had to, you had to be meticulous in terms of reading comprehension and reading between the lines and, you know, drawing inferences and conclusions and picking out relevant points and evidence and all of that. So it was a very labor intensive process reading. So I did not read for pleasure very much for a really, really, really long time. So interestingly, tonight we had a book club, a virtual book club meeting with the support system, which is the women's transformation group that I belong to. And just a little public service announcement here because the book that we read this go round is a book by Chris Carr called I'm Not a Morning Person, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. And Chris Carr is phenomenal. She writes in this book about her own cancer diagnosis and living with cancer, thriving with cancer for over 20 years. And she also talks about her grief journey as she went through her father's end of life transition. And I really found this book so moving. I mean, some of the scenes that she described in the book are so spot on to things that I have experienced in this journey with the anticipatory grief of my parents and the way that I kind of rally and hustle and, you know, stay in control when things are falling apart because 
really a lot of it because of the fear that I have of if I crack, who else is going to crack? <laughs> you know, it's like going to be a domino effect. And so I have maintained this really polished game face that masks so much of the real emotion that I hold within me. So I just, if you're interested in, first of all, if you are in this sandwich zone and you are caregiving and parenting and trying to take care of yourself in the process, I think that this book gives some really good, practical, tangible advice and guidance and strategies for processing grief, for talking about death, for how to go about initiating difficult conversations. So again, it's the book by Chris Carr, K-R-I-S, last name Carr with two R's, C-A-R-R. And it's called I'm Not a Morning Person. So check that out. So, okay, so that's, that's my public services announcement. But I bring up this book thing because as I was driving the other day, I was listening to an audiobook. And I was listening to Jay Shetty's audiobook, Think Like a Monk. And in it, he said something that really made me think about this whole thing that I was grappling with, worrying about what other people were going to think of me having left my work the way I left it. And this is what he said. He said, he was talking about kind of self-concept. I am not who I think I am. I am not who you think I am. I am who I think you think I am. And that really got me. Let me say it again. He said, I am not who I think I am. And I am not who you think I am. I am who I think you think I am. And he's talking about mindset. He's not talking about, I really think I am who I think you think I am. He is really making the point about the stories that we tell ourselves. What do we buy into? What do we perseverate about when we are thinking about who we are or how we are perceived in the world. And that just went to the core for me about what I was grappling with when I was leaving work. I know what kind of lawyer I am, <laughs> or at least I should know what kind of lawyer I am. And I think the people that know me truly really know me, know the kind of person and the kind of lawyer I am. And where I was spinning my wheels was in this trap of thinking about 
what other people might be thinking about my work. And it just really drove home to me again about the stories that we tell ourselves and how we get into our own heads and write out, script out these scenarios that are not supportive of well-being. And I think about my children. I think about my kids and wanting them to anchor themselves in what they truly know about themselves. Because I think what happens, and I'm seeing this tendency in not only in myself, but in others of getting caught up in this thing about writing the story about what other people are thinking about me. The other thing that this drives home with me is this. I don't treat myself the way I treat others. You know, you hear the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But really, I feel like I need to do unto myself the way I do to others, give the grace I give to others to myself. What I mean by that is that I have inherited cases from different people for all of these years that I have been working. And not once have I lambasted the person I inherited the case from saying, oh, you should have done X, Y, or Z. I feel like you just get the case, you evaluate it, you put your spin on it, and you go, you do your thing. So even my thought process, spending so much time thinking about what other people were going to think about my work, isn't something that I did to other people when the roles were reversed. So it just is a reminder to be as gentle on yourself as you would be to somebody else in your shoes. And so I guess I say all this to probably just reinforce for my own thought process to think supportive, life-affirming thoughts, to think things that uplift, not break down. (laughs) I think that that ultimately, I think words are very powerful and exceptionally powerful are the words that we tell ourselves. So that, that's my thought for the week. (laughs) I know this, I might've been all over the map with this one, but you know, this is my year of inspired action. And so I turned on the microphone and this is what came out tonight. (laughs) So yeah, so be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself and speak kindly to yourself because what we tell ourselves really dictates the trajectory of our thoughts. All right, friends, that's it for this week. I hope you have a great week. Definitely please think good thoughts and go out there and do something that brings you joy. 
I'm Karen Osborne. Thanks for listening to this episode of Living in the Sandwich Zone. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, and share it with a friend. If you're an Apple Podcast listener, one of the best ways you can support me is rating and reviewing the podcast there. You can follow me on Instagram at karen.e.osborne. That's O-S-B-O-R-N-E. Or if you want to become an insider, a club sandwich member, click the link in the show notes and join my private Facebook group. Until next time, remember to add yourself to your caregiving list and take a moment today and do something that brings you joy.